title of the message is Take Hold of the Anointing by Faith. Hallelujah. Jesus wants to give you the Holy Spirit. In the Holy Spirit is every type of blessing, healing, deliverance, salvation, prosperity, forgiveness, everything that is you need in this life, relationships, marriage, everything. The Holy Spirit brings the glory, the provision, the blessings of heaven on earth. You, can't, you cannot connect with heaven without the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said about the Holy Spirit in Luke eleven nine. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. If a son asks for a bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you, then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Just ask. Just ask. We have a good God, a generous God. It doesn't depend on you. It depends on him. Hunger and thirst for the Holy Spirit. Ask him. Ask him. Heavenly waters from heaven will flow upon our lives. Confess it and declare it. Confess it. You, you possess what you confess. You possess what you confess. Confess the word of God. Thank you, Lord, I ask that you send your Holy Spirit upon my life. I believe, so I do not doubt, that I am baptized in the Holy Spirit with fire and that every blessing of God is mine. You know, this natural world is inherently corrupting, aging, and groaning, it says in Romans 8, under the bondage, the weight of sin. But the Holy Spirit, the spirit of righteousness, brings life. Everywhere around us, you know, you, you, if you look at the paper, the newspaper, problems, problems. Governments, problems, wars, but the Spirit of God brings life. 2 Corinthians 3.5 says, Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. 
some preachers they kill through their preaching some preachers they bring legalism condemnation and bondage but the holy spirit brings life amen the holy spirit brings life last week uh, the Holy Spirit uh, located a man and I said to him, I see a woman that you've wronged. And he said to me, all during the worship, all during the worship, I couldn't get her out of my mind. Yes. He said, I've had lots of relationships. The Spirit of God will come to you in righteousness, convict you of sin, that you might repent and have true life. Isaiah 41, 17. The poor and needy seek water, but there is none. Their tongues fail for thirst. I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers in desolate heights. Is your life desolate? Is your life like a wilderness? Are you facing problems? The Lord says, I will open rivers in the desolate heights and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. Hallelujah. When the anointing comes upon the dryness in your life, upon the wilderness, upon the desolate places, upon the barrenness in your life, he will make rivers to flow. He'll create pools of water. Blessing and prosperity come. And of course, they come as we humble ourselves before God in repentance, in humility. It's not just bless me, bless me, bless me. Lord, forgive me, I repent. And the blood is applied by the Holy Spirit cleansing us and the rivers flow in our life because sin is what brings desolation and curse all sorts of problems but when we repent and turn to Christ repent of our sins then the Holy Spirit will come in and bring blessing upon blessing it's what is promised to us through the covenant of the blood of Jesus that the blood will atone for sin and the blood will bring healing from all the consequences of our sin. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 35 verse 3. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the, ne the feeble knees. Say to those who are feeble-hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. 
Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool. The thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when the anointing comes, God comes, invades our place invades our life, turns it upside down, throws out, casts out the demons, casts out the sickness and brings healing and blessing, we should seek the anointing. Seek the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. John the Baptist said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. Repentance is the preparation for the Holy Spirit to come in our lives. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. It's the promise of the Father. God wants to drench you. Say to your neighbor, God wants to drench you. Baptize you. Soak you. Overflow you. Give you a Holy Ghost shower. Just take it. Amen. You know, I grew up in the charismatic movement. I was a child and, and saw, heard people speaking in tongues. But no one ever explained to me that there is a promise that you can be baptized in fire. In Acts chapter 2, there was a mighty rushing wind. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke with other tongues and fire was seen on their heads. You can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and with fire. You know, some Christians, they're like, well, they don't like this messy stuff. Because when you get baptized, you end up being drunk. You know, you end up rolling on the ground, laughing. You end up shaking. All sorts of stuff happens. In Acts chapter 2, the people thought that the apostles were all drunk. But God chooses what appears to man to be foolish to do great things. You see, the carnal natural mind looks and says, what's going on here? God will offend the mind when he wants to do his work. But then they come up, I've been healed of cancer. My little boy no longer has autism. This happened. I was jobless, penniless and homeless, Rebecca was sharing two weeks ago. But now, 
$21,000 of debt were cancelled after prayer. Gone. I've got a job. I've got a car. It's the Holy Spirit. When you deny the Holy Spirit, you deny the blessing of God in your life. God wants to clothe you with power from on high. Isaiah 40, verse 29, he gives power to the weak. Paul said, when I am weak, then I am strong. Hallelujah. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Acts 1.8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be witnesses. You know, ministry, whether on the street, in the church, in the family, whatever, ministry is so difficult without the Holy Spirit because without the Holy Spirit, nothing happens. Very difficult doing ministry. It was God's plan, and it hasn't changed, to endow you, endue you, to clothe you with his power and his glory and fill you. Hallelujah. 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 And when he comes, John 16 says, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Amen. See, the Holy Spirit is not just a feeling, a buzz. Bzz. No, he comes in his power and his love, and he brings conviction of sin. He will convict you that you might repent and that you might know the joy of forgiveness. One of the greatest blessings I received in my life was to experience the joy of forgiveness that God had forgiven me. When I wrote to people, text people and asked their forgiveness, I felt this pure joy from heaven. You know, people going to a nightclub and dancing and partying and laughing, that's not joy. That's not joy. It's a fake, shadow, sinful copy. But true joy is found in repentance. True joy. Hallelujah. Sin leads to bondage and depression, discouragement. Repentance leads to eternal life, joy and peace, righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So in a meeting like this, the anointing is present to heal, to deliver, to save. But you need to recognize what's happening. Not just looking with your eye and seeing people shaking or whatever, but you need in your heart to put your faith in Jesus Christ and take hold of that anointing by faith. Take hold of it. Put a demand on the anointing by faith that's in this room. Take it. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. The only thing that will release the anointing 
effect upon our lives is faith. So when you're in this room, you know, don't be thinking, well, I wonder whether he'll pray for me. I wonder whether he'll read my card. I wonder whether he'll listen to me. No, you got it all wrong. That's all human stuff. It's not like you're going to the doctor and you sit down and tell your problems and he says, well, I'll give you a pill or, or whatever. Your faith is connecting to the anointing. And when your faith connects, there's like an explosion. Things happen. And when you leave this place, don't go saying to yourself, oh, it didn't work. You've just, when you say something like that, you're disconnecting yourself from the anointing. Stay in faith. And faith is praise. You leave this place praising God, thanking God. Amen? Never, never give up. You know, there was a woman of Samaria and Jesus met her at the at the well and um, she says to him how is it that you being a Jew ask a drink from me a Samaritan woman the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans and Jesus answered and said to her if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you give me a drink you would have asked him and he would have given you living water she didn't know she didn't recognize didn't understand that the christ which means the anointed one was standing there the one who gives living water and if she would ask she could have eternal life and her life would be changed so when you come come in faith Recognize Jesus is here in power and take it by force, by faith. Amen. Do you know what is available by faith in the anointing of Jesus Christ? Do you know? Jesus got up in Luke 4, 17 in the temple and said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That means if you're poor, there's good news for you in Jesus. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who oppress, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then he sat down and he said, today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And it's still fulfilled. The anointed one is standing here to deliver, to heal, to bless, to save, to forgive, to prosper, to change lives and circumstances. Praise God. You know, the woman with the flow of blood, 12 years, heavy flow of blood, she said to herself, if only I can touch the hem of his garment. And Jesus felt power going out from him as she touched him. He said, who touched me? She came trembling. She was under the power of God, trembling. 
And he attributed the healing to her faith. Her faith had touched the anointing. Many people were touching, but her faith put a demand on the anointing, on his garment. Tonight, put your faith in Jesus Christ. Don't let the devil steal. Enough is enough. Amen? Amen. Take it. Turn to your neighbor and say, just take it. There's more. There's more. Just take it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's close our eyes. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of righteousness. He comes healing and delivering that he might sanctify and cleanse your soul. That he might bring forgiveness to you through the blood of Jesus Christ. Tonight, if there's sin in your life, turn to Jesus and ask his forgiveness. Confess your sins to him. If it's pornography, if it's adultery, if it's fornication, if it's listening to secular music and you're contaminating yourself, if it's gossip, if it's horoscopes, iridology, reading the eyes, entertaining yourself with darkness like Harry Potter's books, ask his forgiveness, astral traveling, any type of involvement with the new age, occult, acupuncture, yoga, anything that has its roots in Eastern meditation, any type of sexual activity outside of a husband and wife, right now, in the anointing, ask him to forgive you. And the anointing will bring forgiveness. The anointing will bring salvation. The anointing will bring sanctification. The anointing will break the yoke of sin, the slavery of sin. The anointing will change your life. Just ask his forgiveness right now. Thank you, Jesus. I'm seeing someone, tears running down their face as they're crying before God and confessing their sin. Just confess his sins right now. Confess your sins right now. He is faithful and just and will forgive you. Everyone say, I am forgiven. I am not under condemnation. My sins are under the blood of Jesus. I am cleansed. I have eternal life. I am a child of God. I'm a son. I'm a daughter of the Most High God. God is my father. I am his child. I have been justified. My sin is removed from my life. I am a new creation. I am whole. I am forgiven. I am healed. I am delivered. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I declare it. I confess it. I believe it in my heart. 
Thank you, Jesus. You dwell in my heart by faith. Amen. Thank you.